Welcome in, everyone. We are back. It's, it's the show. It's a closer look. They haven't canceled us yet. Can you believe it? I can't, actually. Yeah. It's another Tuesday. Tuesday it, evening. It is another Tuesday. Right before spring break. Is there ever, ever a Tuesday that isn't just another Tuesday? Has Tuesday ever been eventful? Um, Depends. Have you ever had a birthday on a Tuesday? I don't know. Well, I think everyone has. That's how birthdays work. They cycle through the week. Uh, do they? Like yes, Tim. Co- yes, no, 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 no. Yes, they do. Just stay with me on this one. Yes, they do. Stay with me on this one. All right. Do they all like do? Do they never like skip a day? Because I mean, like there's leap no. years. And there's I mean there's leap years and yeah, stuff like that some, too. No, but at some point it always happens. I mean, sure. Because if my birthday is on Monday this year, okay. Next year it'll be on Tuesday. And the following year, it'll be on Wednesday. When's your birthday this year? I don't know. I don't well, keep track of this. You can't prove me false yet. I can. And I will. <laughs> I already have. I already have. Sure. Whatever you say. Yeah. No. Anyways, spring break is right around the corner. And I don't think anybody is more ready than we are right now. Because yeah. I'm dying. I don't know about you, but. You know, I'm uh I'm just I'm just being held kept alive by um by the tubes. Like I don't know what they're like called. Like tubes? No, no. No. What um, kind of tubes? Like catheter oh. tubes oh. like down my esophagus and That's not my... where they put the catheter, my guy. I I was trying to get medical and I don't know anything about medical <sighs> stuff. It, yeah, you're What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Act like I know something and that I don't? You do. That's what you do every day. Or act like I don't know something that I do know. You do both of those things. Because you can only do one. No, you can do both those things. I don't think so. <laughs> you... No, I... Yeah, I don't know. I'm on life support. That's what I was looking for. Okay, Why was it so hard go. to find that? <laughs> you I... could have just said that. But I didn't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought that was... Nah. This is what happens. happens. Yeah, I guess. All right. Anyways. But spring break. Yes. Spring break. Spring break. You have special plans, not so special plans. Uh, Where are you going? Mexico? Yeah, I actually have. S- Florida? No, not. If Florida goes, it would sink into the ocean just because <sighs> you went. That's Florida doesn't like you Offensive, but sure. Well, it just doesn't like your points Why of view. Why are you calling me fat? No, I said it doesn't like your <laughs> points of view. I think Florida would love my point of view. I really don't think so. Why not? Why? Yeah. Oh, there are they are a bunch of hicks. Country music. You're not wrong. I was I been, I spoke a bit preemptively. Typical, typical. Me no, being overbearing uh, and judgmental. Typical. No, I'm going to like the opposite place of Florida. I'm going to Portland. Oh, so you're gonna get ridiculed? <laughs> exactly. That's a hundred percent gonna happen. Uh, but no, it's there. Like, he is the source of all our problems. Yeah, there you go. Straight white man walking the streets of Portland. What Probably it, not wearing. Isn't that a Weird Al, Weird Al song? Straight White oh, Man. Oh no, no, that's Tom McDonald. Yeah, Tom McDonald, Straight White Man. Great song. My white man. boy, white <laughs> boy. No, that's that's a different song. I know, he has but two songs. That's my favorite Tom McDonald uh, song. Favorite being an speaking of word. Tom McDonald, great guy. Love him. Yeah, I had a Love good farm. Yeah, he had it. He has a great farm. Old McDonald. No, 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 no. Tom McDonald's dad. It's old. Yeah. And it's O-L-E with an apostrophe. Really? Yeah, he's Swedish. I didn't actually... Ole McDonald! <laughs> uh, this is why they can't trust us with the radio show. This is why we should have got canceled last exactly. week. Exactly. I don't know why they let us come back. Like this. Is... I think it's just because we're we're here so late in the day, they just don't know. That's true. They just... They are, very the, very all little all oversight. The, uh, arbitrators and administrators are asleep now. It's too right. late for them. So I'm going to Portland mm-hmm. this this weekend. Uh, with a bunch of friends. It's going to be great. Or it's going to go terribly. There is no in-between because it's, well, Portland. So I don't know what else there is to say about that. So what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm going home and I'm doing nothing. (laughs) That's the quintessential spring break. I've already become a disgruntled adult with a nine-to-five. Facts. I mean, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm taking a vacation and doing nothing. There you go. I mean... So this weekend I'm going to Portland, and then the next weekend I'm just gonna be working my butt off every day so I can, you know, stay alive. Mm. Off campus life, guys. 
You have to pay for an apartment and food. <laughs> food. <laughs> Who has to pay for food? I don't know. It's just I the do. government. Don't they got food stamps for that kind of stuff? Yes, but I have absolutely no idea what goes into that. And Maybe you should check. I probably should, but I'm not going to because that is work and I have other things that I have yeah, to do. Yeah, you got to go work your butt off for less <laughs> exactly. money than the government will give you. <laughs> what a uh, funny world we live in. Oh, it's great. I love it. Every single minute. Speaking of the world <laughs> and world events, we are going to come back here in a bit with our continued thoughts and dialogue about yeah. Russia and Ukraine. Uh, it's still going just, on. It is still going on. And I think and we'll probably that that be covering expected. it until yeah. it and we, until, yeah, it, until doesn't. it is it at least dies down in some capacity. Yeah. But uh we we have some more thoughts. Obviously a lot more has happened in the past week uh, since we did our last show um, that needs to be addressed uh, and that isn't as lighthearted as maybe we would like uh we were sharing our thoughts about yeah. it off the air and a funny few things came up about it. And yeah. We get to this point and it's like, oh no. Gotta, <laughs> but never fear. We won't never be, fear. we we'll won't be covering be, we'll it for our lighthearted, jovial selves. As much as we can be when talking about a topic such as this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all we got for our first segment. We hope you uh, are having a, yeah. a good time listening and you, that you will also have an interesting spring break. Yeah. But Right now, we're going to send you off and bring you back with a little bit of Chet Baker. This is Imagination. We'll be right back. That was Chet Baker, an imagination, not pure imagination, just just imagination. But this is a part of the show that we're going to dedicate to uh, talking about Russia and Ukraine and the nature of what's going on, but mostly our thoughts on it and, and mm-hmm. what our observations and how th- are and how they've changed in the past week. A lot has happened, uh, not so much in the way of advancement or regression mm-hmm. of, of tension or escalating actions. But there have been some notable occurrences, uh, namely um, some sort of so public deaths. Uh, the American journalist Brett Raynal, uh filmmaker and, you know, as I previously mentioned, journalist who was doing on-site reporting in the Ukraine, um, working on a piece for the global refugee on on the global refugee crisis for Time Studios, um, but uh, yeah, what does that mean, Tim? When when some when a civilian who isn't Ukrainian or Russian is sort of caught in the line of fire, what do you think? Do you think that galvanizes people here in the United States to do something, or does it sort of strike fear into their hearts as is in a, in a different fashion? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, um, I think I would err more towards it galvanizing like um, things to happen more, not more frequently, but a little bit faster. Maybe the current administration will, you know, up their timetable. Um, I actually don't know a whole lot about uh this specific incident, mm-hmm. but um, <clears throat> I yeah I yeah I th- I think that it's. Sh- I don't know. Yeah, no, I listened to uh, 
I listened to a, I believe it was a police report, technically, of what um, his, the journalist uh, friend who he was with at the time, Juan Arredondo, uh, talking to uh, the medical staff about what had happened in the scene and how they were sort of open fire on and the traumatic nature of it as well as sort of the I guess the general surprise that they felt when as as it was happening uh, but mostly I think it just it puts into perspective the reality of it it's a little more real when I don't know when when people that we know you know American you know as Americans mm-hmm. not necessarily we know them but as Americans they're there and you know I listened to a lot of reporting on site reporting and it could have been any one of those people you know any from somebody from NPR somebody from NBC in this case it happened to sadly be Brett mm-hmm. uh, and I think what that does is it humanizes the people who are willing to put their own safety at risk to bring us the information we have to know mm-hmm. uh, and it maybe would cause a bit of hesitation for people when they're so critical uh, of those kinds of jobs and those kinds of people in the future. You know, you're not doing anything. You're not risking anything by going to, yeah, they are. Because if they're willing to go take the small story from somewhere and they're willing to take the big story, that comes with a lot more risk. Mm -hmm. And sadly, in this case, it was an ultimate risk that really wasn't necessary in one sense. And also, I don't even think that it was a targeted attempt. I think it was just sort of being caught in the crossfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, what, and what are your thoughts? What should other reporters be aware of or do in the future? What do you think that that means for them? I mean, for to a certain extent, I mean, that is, that's the risk that you take when you're a frontline reporter like that. It it's, sounds callous to hear that, but that is the risk that they take. They take the same risk that soldiers do. Obviously, um, they shouldn't be targeted or anything like that. They're um, not part of military. Mm. But yeah. being on the front lines is... Yeah. yeah, you're putting yourself in harm's way to report on the harm mm-hmm. that's happening. And I think that may be scary mm-hmm. for people to hear or to learn about, but there must have been something that he determined was more important than his own safety at the time that he wanted to bring Mm -hmm. to people. Um, And I just hope that we reap the benefits of that Mm -hmm. uh, and that it wasn't in vain, so to speak, that he was Mm -hmm. putting his life on the line. Well, I think that's one of the, like, bravest things that you can do. Like, you go out on the front lines. You don't have a weapon yourself. You you probably have, have a helmet and you got a vest, but that's it. Like, the only thing... You, the only thing protecting you is a little bit of, I don't know, a little bit of ceramic on your chest and on your head. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. And you're just... You're kind of out there. You're just you're doing kinda, your job. Sadly, a sitting duck in, yeah. in, some, in, in a certain instance. Uh, but in the wider scheme of, of the assault uh, on Kiev and on mm-hmm. Ukraine itself, what have you found to be the most startling update or the thing that caught you by surprise... Um, over this past week? Um, I saw a stat. It was that uh, Ukraine has managed to um, kill five Russian generals in a month, which is an insanely high rate. I don't know what Russia is doing by putting them even close to the front lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... Uh, I don't know. It's so strange. Uh, it feels surreal talking about a it. It does. It really does. Um, but also on top of that, uh, I know that there was some demands by Russia to Ukraine, um, not necessarily as a terms of surrender for the war, but um, I forget, the city. I sorry if I pronounce this terribly. I think it's pronounced uh, Mariupol. Maria Paul, something like that. It's um, one of their bigger uh, port cities in Ukraine. And uh, Russia offered to 
like let people evacuate, but they would have to give up the city. Mm. And Ukraine denied that. Mm. So they denied um, or they refused to surrender. Yeah. So I, that just, I think, speaks to the resolve of the Ukrainian people. Oh, yeah. Uh, and which they demonstrated throughout this whole period and general just th- this whole time. I mean, mm-hmm. this whole assault on Ukraine itself, I think, means something more not only to the Ukrainian people who are defending their homeland, mm-hmm. but I think it means more with each day to the rest of the world that we can resolve to stop Russia with the same intensity and the same, uh, I would offer the word, like frank humility. Like it isn't an act of arrogance to fight against Russia here. No. It's an act of humility and an act of defense of the world's democracies Mm -hmm. and democracy at large. Uh, That we're not just going to roll over and let this nation Mm -hmm. um, sort of fall by the wayside. Because I think a lot of people see war as selfish Mm -hmm. for those in charge um, and can see it as mindless and not not necessary. Mm -hmm. But I think doing nothing for longer and longer periods of time will only encourage Russia to be more aggressive and to put more forth in the way of uh, attacking Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Well, I think one of the interesting things is that this is kind of... Not a, not a case study. That's the wrong words. But it's kind of um, it's along the lines of what is like preached by the United States, like for the entire exactly like entirety of their history. Our motto has been life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and that's exactly what they're fighting for. Yes. They're fighting for their lives. They're fighting for their. I mean, they're obviously their right to live. Their right to be happy. They're fighting to keep their land. Exactly. They're fighting for freedom, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what, I mean, the Americans have been preaching for years. And 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 lots of civil disputes in America resolve down to that. Mm -hmm. You know, why people take one side or the other. Exactly. You know, whether it be vaccinations or masks Mm -hmm. or whatever, to be in a more modern sense or in the past. uh, past Why going to war even, you know. It's a freedom of the American people to determine whether or not they should go to war. Right. You know, uh, I think of Muhammad Ali and his decision to not fight. Mm -hmm. That's a free that's a choice of freedom. Mm -hmm. And he's afforded that by our country and our country's constitution. And and anyone who chooses that is technically afforded that in that same fashion. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would agree with you that. We need to fight for Ukraine because mm-hmm. their ideals in this sense line up with the United States. Right. And it would be a bit hypocritical to sort of leave them on an island mm-hmm. uh, and not defend the things and the points of view that the United States seems to hold so dear. Uh, you were talking about some data. Uh, there's actually a website called uh, Data Lion. I don't know if that's exactly how it's pronounced. It could be pronounced something different. Um, but it actually leads you to this Google folder, Google Drive folder, where every day that this has been going on, um, there the Ukrainian government is uploading footage and uh, data points, um, transcripts, and different things uh, that have to do with the war. Um, and it's actual free footage that anyone can view. And I think what it is meant to do is simply give people the opportunity to look at the war from a real perspective, an unedited um, and, a free, and in a free outlet. It isn't through a news source. It's just through the uh, procuring of this information and video footage by the Ukrainian government mm-hmm. uh, and that they're releasing it to the world public in an effort to say, this is what's actually happening and this is what Russia's actually doing. Don't, don't buy into propaganda. Don't do any of this. And, and each day, as I said, has a unique folder with footage from data mm-hmm. from the day or interviews with citizens from the day, uh, overhead pictures, drone footage, and, and the like. Uh, and if you're cur- more curious about it uh, and the war itself, you can take a look on there. There's plenty of articles on it. Um, but if you really want to learn more and see more, 
I think, because everybody's heard so much of the news back and forth about what is going on. But to see it for yourself, to really internalize what's happening, you can go on Data Lion, uh, and it'll give you a vivid picture of what's really happening. Uh, and that's that's really all I think we have to say on mm-hmm. this right now. Uh, we'll certainly come back with a li- at least a little bit of it next week. Yeah. If nothing major happens, we'll address it, but I don't think we'll go too in-depth. But for that, uh, yeah, just another sort of call to action and plea for the sanity of our American people. <laughs> there is something more to be fighting for here than simply Russia versus Ukraine. Yeah. It's a deeper ideology and such at play. Uh, taking you into this break, we've got Rebirth of the Cool from the DJ Cam Quartet, one of my favorites. We are back. That was Rebirth of the Cool. I like that. I like any kind of lo-fi, yeah. nice jazz stuff. I found a lot of my favorite music to listen to while I'm doing nothing is mm-hmm. very lo-fi hip-hop and jazz related. It's usually what I'm doing when I'm like doing homework or something it like that. It just sounds right. Mm-hmm. Lo-fi. Yeah. You ever hop on that uh, like that YouTube channel, like lo- oh, Lo-Fi Girl? There's, oh, there's there's more than one. Oh, I those. know. Oh, but, I know. Oh, the very famous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the typical one. Yeah. No, I think I have more as a joke, um, but I prefer to just use a playlist off my phone. Yeah, it sucks the battery out of my computer to have the background <laughs> tabs running. That's why you got to have it plugged in. Yeah, a bit more domestic of a topic though here that yeah. we're gonna go into. We're talking some sports talk today. We got we got free agency in the NFL, which, uh, if you know me in person, you know that I'm a massive Las Vegas Raiders fan. Um, and so I'm very Why happy with that. Why would you hurt ha- yourself like that, Tim? Uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, truthfully, I if don't know. you went to the know. doctor and you told him a Raiders fan, they'd probably have to enter you into a psych ward for self uh, Obviously, you haven't been watching the last, like, season or so. Yeah, you mean when the Chargers <laughs> gifted you a playoff berth? I didn't. I mean, we still had to win it. No, you didn't. You only had to tie. We still had, no, but we still had to actually make that, make the play is my point. Yeah, but you could have got... We stayed, got we stayed in it all the way. No, I'll give you credit for staying in the game, but the Chargers gave you the free berth. I, free berth is, is pushing it a little bit. Because they would have made the playoffs, too, if they just they would the have. They would have. But that's not what, that's not what Division but that's not, do. That's not, uh, that's not how the game works, yeah, though. No. no, but yeah, as a Raiders fan, you have to be happy with... Oh, my God. I am The signings so you made, Chandler happy. Jones. Chandler Devontae Jones, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Let me tell you that Devontae Adams trade was yeah. When it came through your phone, when you got that notification, what's what did you uh, do? I want to hear. Well, I did. So I got the notification from a friend. He texted me. He sent me a picture um, from like uh, an official NFL source. Sure. And I lost it. I was, just, I couldn't believe it. I was so stoked. I'm so happy with how free agency has worked out for us. Yes, the reconnection. Re- the reconnection, it's a great storyline. It's going to be amazing because Devontae is top two and not number two uh, wide receiver in the but NFL. Just call him the best. Be biased. Call him the best oh, receiver I, in the no, NFL. Oh, no, I will. I'm just like, I don't know. It's a, it's, I, if I you know. want to be excited, be excited. I am it's excited. All right to be excited. I am. Well, you have to be cautiously ap- optimistic as a, as a Raiders fan. You have to exactly my point. You have Why to hold it back a little bit. Classified as something a little more <laughs> harm-inducing than uh, just mental health. Well, I yeah, 
True. Look, man, it's it's stressful. They left scars in your mind. I should stop caring about the sport so much, but I can't. I'm in too deep. I can't get out. Yeah. But we're not the only teams that has made a yes. crazy free agency moves. Well, yes. hold on. Well, like obviously, we're in Washington. Yeah, Russell can't, Wilson. Can't go too much longer without talking about Russell yeah. Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson to the Broncos, which back to I mean back to the Raiders again. Uh, AFC as ex- West. Ex- as excited as you are for Devontae Adams, you just have now another great quarterback and contending team in your AFC division. West. It's going to be a murder. Is Rose the this year. biggest arms race in the entire NFL. It will be the, if it is not. I mean, every single divisional game will be. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a. It's going to be the I would best ar- division. I would argue football. that the AFC West may have the potential to enter every single one of their teams into the playoffs. Absolutely. They, so and, and not the poten- just the potential for any one of them to. I mean, all three of them could mm-hmm. end up winning. Four, yeah, four the, of them. All four all, of them yes, could all, potentially. Yeah, I doubt but, it. I mean, the bottom three. I was more referring. Yeah, to, I said it incorrectly. But the bottom three could be the wild card teams. Right. And you would think that maybe. Yes, the AFC North is decent, um, and we'll get to the AFC we'll, we'll get that. We'll, we'll get, get there the in AFC a second. North and what's happened with them. But I think the power balance of the NFL has shifted. Absolutely. Because I think for the last four to five, maybe even a bit longer period. It's shifted that, towards it's the been, NFC. It's been the NFC that's been the stronger conference. Mm, not not, not anymore. The power of the, a, the NFC East, certainly. But for the other divisions. <laughs> we don't talk about that division. Yeah. The NFC West has been... You know, has produced many of the teams that mm-hmm. have gone to the Super Bowl and and won. Um, the North with the Packers really have provided. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then the South with the Buccaneers and the Saints. Even the Panthers had a little stretch in the, for mm-hmm. a couple years where they were really dominant. These um, last two seasons with the NFC West, where we had yeah. the Forty ers the Cardinals, the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and the uh, Rams. and the Rams, yes, are the reigning Super Bowl champions. Who, yeah. mind you, have not been quiet in free agency. No, either. they haven't. But they've also. Tr- given away like they gave away Robert Woods which is one of their biggest yes but they signed Allen Robinson so true so we should, we'll see we'll see how a, that goes you know i would argue that they upgraded there how much of an upgrade I, I is a question so. yeah um but Allen Robinson has been trapped in the uh oh my god i feel so bad for Allen Robinson why well, don't feel bad for him now i'm not he's i don't feel get, he's got finally got a quarterback he's finally <laughs> He's been, I don't how many years he's been in the league. Yes, the trap trapped in the confinement of he's been with Jacksonville, Blake and, Bortles, Mitch uh, Trubisky, area. Nick Foles, and whoever else has been running the show. Yes, but AFC just in general, yeah, I think they took the power. I mean, because if you look at a list, if you define the NFL by the number of quarterbacks, um. Well, not the number. Uh, by the talent of quarterbacks, and you say that those are the teams that are most likely to win, most likely to contend for a championship. I would argue that ten of the fifteen best quarterbacks in the league now are in the oh, yeah. in the AFC. Oh yeah, which means that except for the fact that the two best are still in the NFC. I don't know. At this point, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is great. Yes. Who's gonna Doesn't throw? Doesn't mean they're gonna who, win. Who's, who's he gonna throw to now? Randall Cobb. Because <laughs> they haven't. Marquez Valdez Scantling. They haven't brought him back yet. MBS. They haven't brought him back yet. Oh, he's they, still. He's a free agent. To. They have to. I. They certainly have they to. They cleared up money. I, there's no way. Though I would be less worried about who he's gonna throw to as opposed to who's gonna stop. Who they're gonna stop. Because I think their defense is going to suffer greatly from the amount of money that Rodgers has taken on to his contract True. this year. But, but let's I mean, keep it did... in the North. But yes. let's switch it back to the AFC and Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns. I'm so excited. Because that? it's so, so funny. It's uh, the common. 22 civil laws. No, 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 That's not what I was talking about. Let's, All right. Let's Tim. talk All about right. the comedy of errors. That is the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. Browns. That's that's a little more. Fun. All right, I'll give you that. So let's start off. Jarvis Landry, he decides that he no longer wants to be a part of the Cleveland Browns because he has Baker Mayfield throwing to him. He gets accepted to a trade, or he hit Browns accept that he's he wants a trade. Yes, exactly. Um, so he's out testing the market. Yeah. 
They actually, they may have cut him. I don't remember for sure. No, 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 no. He's uh, still he's still able to come back. Uh, that's what I thought. But and that's what he wants. Is he now got his well exact quarterback? So they lost air quotes uh, Jarvis Landry. Um, then they tried to get Deshaun, and he said no. At which point Baker Mayfield said, "All right, I want out." And they said, "Not nah, we can't. No, 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 no. We don't have any other options now." So they ruined their uh, relationship relationship with Baker Mayfield. And then they got Deshaun Watson and all of his 22 uh, civil civil lawsuits. It's civil now. They should be criminal. We don't have to dig deep into the the validity of that court case. I've already done my own digging on it. I would argue that the grand jury who did the trial and the trying if you will was not very willing mm-hmm. to engage with the evidence presented by the by the mm-hmm. um, oh what's the word for the that that case is so strange not the defense who's the opposite of the defense in a, in a court case it's, well it's not the attack the prosecution the prosecution yes it's not they the weren't engaged yes they weren't engaging with the the prosecute prosecuting witnesses uh, the women who had come forward alleging sexual misconduct of Watson. And well, I just... That whole case has just been so weird. It's not only been weird, I think it hasn't even been discussed to the proportion that it should be. I It was discussed plenty. Yeah, at the outset, but right, all this, I think Watson's lawyers and Watson's PR team have done a really good job of his play not to say anything because every time he doesn't answer a press question with I'm innocent with I never did that Mm -hmm. because that's what he was doing at the beginning and that's what was giving some of this sort of that social traction Mm -hmm. but then since through through all of the trial Mm -hmm. him standing uh, standing in court right and on trial he just pled the fifth. Mm-hmm. And that's why they couldn't bring criminal charges against him because he didn't perjure himself. He didn't offer any information that would have brought the prosecution any ability mm-hmm. to win the case and, and define it as a criminal act. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they've settled it into civil court um, by virtue of the grand jury. And what's likely will happen is a settlement for a large sum of money. Which he now has because he, he got has. guess he got yeah. signed a massive deal with the Browns. Yes, the biggest the biggest guaranteed deal in NFL history yes. has been given to uh, of all things that the NFL wants desperately to avoid, possibly a an alleged criminal. <laughs> I mean well, and that's the thing, is you look new. at this case and you think of all the other ways that Roger Goodell has attempted to cover purify yeah, the NFL purify. of all its wrongdoing you know the ray i think back to ray rice adrian peterson ben roethlisberger tom brady cheating Mm -hmm. criminal action domestic violence all this stuff that goodell has just come down with a heavy sledgehammer on and he probably will here too but yeah we'll see well i he will i think he will offer a pretty severe suspension which will get negotiated down by the players association but it doesn't mean Deshaun Watson's not going to still be a Brown and he's still not going to help that team in the future. Mm-hmm. And at some point, doesn't the, how long does this hang over his head is, I guess, what I'm looking at. You know, and what do you think? Do you think that this is something that stays with him throughout this season and then kind of just dissipates? I doubt do you, it. I mean, people still give... I mean, people still talk about, like, Ray Lewis and stuff. Yeah. People never... It, this is never going to die. This is Ray always... Sadly, a little more serious of an True. No, I this, get it. But, but, I mean, Ray Lewis, somehow. they never let him let it live it down. Well, and even Roethlisberger. And he only had two exactly. cases of alleged sexual misconduct. My point is that nobody's going to let him live this down. This is going to live true. on forever. I would hope especially so. Especially in memes. I would hope so. Especially memes, Especially in memes. Um, but, I mean... And they say memes aren't woke. <laughs> it depends. It depends. But... Even if they do punish him, it's going to be less than what 
should happen. Less Which, than I mean, deserves. to be fair, his hands are kind of tied a little bit because, like you said, it's not a, it's not, they're not criminal cases. Well, they, they, they had the potential of being. They had the potential, but, he, but, but they've I would, managed I, like to I get said, around it. They, yes, which is the innocent till proven guilty part exactly. of our legal system working itself out, whether that's all good or not very fair to the women who came forward, that's not necessarily, I guess, our place to say. No. I think well, they do have the choice to not take the settlement. That is true. They could continue pursuing. I I would imagine that, that some of them happen. will. I would imagine that a few of them probably won't, mm-hmm. just for the amount of pain and trauma and mm-hmm. costs that they've endured to this point. But I would hope that there isn't like a public outcry mm-hmm. for them to just give it up mm-hmm. and just be like, just be done with it. We Because I think football fans have a tendency to sort of want to not think about mm-hmm. the players as people and mm-hmm. sort of just think about them as entities that play for their team. Yeah. Um, and that they're not human beings beyond all that. Um, and we should praise the good that those human beings do, but we should yeah. also hold them accountable for the bad. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and that they shouldn't just be actors right. know, in the play of football every right. Sunday. They should be held accountable to the standard of human beings, which mm-hmm. not saying that they aren't or not saying that it hasn't worked that mm-hmm. way in the past, but I think it'll be interesting to see how this season plays out. Because oh, I, especially be... if this is... I would imagine he will get suspended for at least a short period of time. I, I, I do not yeah. see anything less than four or six games. I could... I mean, I could see him getting scot-free. I... I, I could see it happen. Right, I don't think right. it should happen. We could make a gentleman's wager on that. <laughs> Five bucks. No, I'm kidding. That's um, not gentleman's. Gentleman's is simply shaking the hand and being done with. No, ah, I mean, who's whoever? No one could ever accuse me of being a gentleman. Come on now. Um, you like the Raiders. <laughs> You're no gentleman. Well, I here's the thing, right? This isn't about the Raiders, but just for the sake of playing devil's advocate, what if? This is all not – this isn't actually what I think. This is just playing devil's advocate. What if they are all not, like, real cases? What if they are all alleged, so to speak? I, I just would offer the, the counterpoint that their stories corroborate in such a unique mm-hmm. and detailed way mm-hmm. – like I said, I don't think this way. I That's fair. I, it's a good question to ask. But they corroborate in such a unique way that there really isn't an argument for collusion. Mm-hmm. It isn't like... And, and my point would be that if Deshaun Watson was actually innocent, he would have filed for a criminal conspiracy. Mm-hmm. He would have taken it to court and reversed it on him and said, yeah, no, this is all a joke. They're conspiring against me mm-hmm. to get money. And he hasn't done that. But what if it was He's the just Texans nothing. who came up with this Why whole would, thing? To trade him? No. <laughs> so that he would, I don't know. Like, cause this, this was, this came out when he was like, nah, I'm not going to play for you guys anymore. I, I had heard some of the rumblings of that nature when this first began. Again. And I could, don't think this. And, but the issue is that the rumbling started after one or two cases mm-hmm. and they went away. It, well, yeah. After no. the case, the number of cases continuously. Absolutely. Yeah. Increased. I mean, with, with the amount of cases that this guy has. Yeah. There's got to be at least point. some grain it, of truth. As And I would always be one to say believe the victim at first glance. Mm-hmm. But you can't get to the point of having this many allegations against you mm-hmm. without, have, without, without having, having some truth yeah. to what has happened. There has to be some discrepancy in the what in what he described, the, the services that he wanted provided, and what actually happened. He can't be as innocent as he's making himself out to be. No, I don't think would, so. Would be what I would argue. So, uh, on a lighter note, <laughs> not so dark and socially dingy, uh, we'll send you out with a quick song, bring you right back, and we're going to talk about. Well, what are we going to talk about, Tim? This was your this was your segment idea. We're going to talk about music, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we. Why can. are you unexcited about I, it? I mean, I was. Ex- I thought you wanted to talk. I was about excited this. about the football. I was. Oh, fine. I, I, I just spent. Fine. All- I'm excited about the music. <laughs> We're gonna talk about our life stories. I just spent all of my all of my energy. All on of your football. creative energy was only on that oh, one segment. I love, all right, fu- whatever, I love football Tim. a little too much. Leaving Sorry for all you Seattle fans. 
for the rest of the Raider fans yeah, out rip, there. Rip go Hawks. <laughs> That's one of the funniest videos on the internet now. All right, we'll send you out and we'll yeah, be back. We're gonna in a send you bit. out. This is speaking of sending you out. This is stepping out, and it's Ooh. Joe Jackson. back in let's talk about music pop 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 music da, 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 get, out. get out of my booth what <laughs> this is a recording booth i thought we were gonna do a song and dance and a big old jive and twist oh god not a music fan. apparently tim's not a music fan. that's not true at all i sing yeah he likes fake music what do you mean fake music? There isn't. Yeah, country music is fake. The only thing, the only fake music is actually pop music. That's true. Because it's all electronic now. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say because it changes. Uh, <laughs> the genre of pop just changes over time, and true. that's why it's fake. True. <laughs> the only non-real genre is pop. True. Um, but also because it's actually just yeah, it's all electronic. No, but more specifically, we're gonna we were gonna talk about yeah. our musical origins. Right, 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 right. How we came to love music, how we came to know it, right. things we learned about ourselves through music. So our you're you're a love. jazz guy, if I you remember know, correctly. Yes, not voluntarily. <laughs> I think it was just imbued in me from an early age that only old music can be good. Mm -hmm. So I sort of took that to heart and was very demonstrative about my music takes mm. from an early age. You know, classical music. Broadway musicals, mm -hmm. jazz music, the like, uh, things that old people like, which I think is probably why I'm old now. Fair enough. Old soul. Yeah, that's what people say. Yeah. I don't know that. that I don't know if anything. I don't know if that's correct, but you know. I don't know if that's good either. <laughs> You're it an old depends. soul, which I think is just code for we don't get along with you. No, actually, I think that, like, it's the like a term... soft, It's a soft way of people your own age telling you that you're just too crotchety and dumb for them. No, I actually think the opposite. I think that, like, ha saying somebody has an old soul, like, they're not crotchety. That's They don't mean old as in, like, crotchety. They oh, mean old they as in, like, sweet. Maybe you're talking about, maybe no, people I'm call you, you that's, that's the perception I have soul. that people tell me, uh, of the people that tell me I have an old soul. Is that they just think I'm an old wacko, even though I'm not old. I mean, that's probably true, but typically, part, but typically for, sure. for everybody else, I feel like when you get called an old soul, it's like, oh, they're sweet. They've got. I just also don't take compliments from anyone. I just always believe I'm being slighted. Uh, because you are. See exactly <laughs> my point. So I must have been done something right. No, you're good. No, no, no. So, yeah, so... But, yeah... Have just, you branched out? Oh, I listen to everything, yeah. yeah. I've, you know, I've... What, what do you not listen to? Uh... I would say, like, country pop I don't listen mm -hmm. to. I listen to... I can listen to, like, more, like, underground country. Uh -huh. Not that it doesn't have its own popularity and its own audience, but mainstream isn't something mm -hmm. that I like in any genre, really. There's so many... Like subgenres, there is. Like I would call the genre that I like, at least in in my top three that I like most now, more like a neo country, mm -hmm. where it's like new country, with like 
new musical stylizations, mm-hmm. whether it be electronic influence or different stuff, mixed with like old lyricism and old ideas. Hmm. Like, not that Casey Musgraves isn't popular. She very right. much is. Mm-hmm. But her sound, in our, especially in her last two albums, is a far newer style of country. Mm-hmm. Like, she uses so much electronic stylization and mm-hmm. so much influence from, I would say, like, indie pop even. that And, like, bed, and like kind of, like, indie alternative almost. Mm-hmm. Um, her, her melody style and, and her lyricism is very much country. Mm-hmm. But the sound and the background nature of what she's doing is not almost is it it very much pulls from a different style of music, mm-hmm. uh, which I like, because um, I'm not like, you know, a Miranda Lambert stan. <laughs> I listen to Carrie Underwood in my. That's some good on. songs though. Not that they yeah they do have songs that are interesting, mm-hmm. but I like the entirety of Casey Musgraves' last two mm-hmm. albums, like nearly every song I mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I really find a place in my musical palette for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also, you know, listen to a lot of uh, maybe alternative rock, mm-hmm. you know, different. The alternative? Stuff. No, I don't <laughs> listen to that. I, I, that's what I said, neo country. It sounds way better than the alternative. I gave it a good name. You know, like I would put John Mayer in the neo country class. In his no. Last... Oh, have you not listened to his last two albums? No, I last haven't. Three or four? Oh, dude, he's like, from his early days, he's literally gone straight country. Has like, he really? He literally has a song called Roll It On Home. I, I need to listen to more John you Mayer. You need to apparently. listen to more John Mayer, buddy. Apparently so. You cannot have a song called Roll It On Home, which evokes deep memories of 18-wheeler by... <laughs> It's like John right. Ma- John right. Mayer meets De- John Denver's. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just by you know Alabama. It is. Yeah. No. I mean, I he get has it. a song called "Rosie." Like, no non-country person ever thinks that the metaphorical woman in their songs is named Rosie, because you don't go, you know. That that is an like an old. It's soul an old thing. name. That's an old it's soul exactly thing. Exactly my point. It's an old lyricism, mm-hmm. an old melodic style with new musical stylizations, mm-hmm. and that's what I think is good about some of the more modern music. But in a more wild sense, I'm about. I mean, I listen to sort of like you know some steampunk stuff in there, electronic rap, mm-hmm. um, you know, some UK. UK music, a lot of different stuff. I just kind of hyper pop. I've been getting into hyper pop too. Mm. Now that's whacked. That stuff is nuts. If you've ever had like, you know, ear warnings on a video, <laughs> hyper pop is reminiscent of a more coherent, mm-hmm. <laughs> just bludgeoning of yeah. sound. Did you ever get into like, um, oh, what's it called? Like Skrillex, stuff like that. Oh, dubstep. Dubstep. No, I'm a I'm a lyric guy. I kind of have to I, have something to I think agree. about. I tend to agree. EDM is kind of hard. It's not bad for certain things. Studying is good. You know, like, you well, want to really get yeah. dis- like lo-fi stuff. Yeah, that's all right for yeah, but Which that, is they, dubstep, serve, they, they but... serve their purpose. Uh, with you know, just that's pure instrumentalization. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just think music is so evolutionary mm-hmm. that you can find themes of other genres in in any genre you listen to mm-hmm. you just have to know what you're listening for yeah and i had the opportunity to take different classes here at Whitworth that sort mm-hmm. of introduced me to musical ideas and and classical song styles mm-hmm. and more jazz song styles and like really understanding the depths of those mm-hmm. genres in a way that i wouldn't have otherwise yeah i mean i that's kind of why I don't understand why people like, oh, I hate country music. I mean, no, I don't. Hate it. No, I hate it. I hate, a, country I, music is the worst. There's a, there's I've a, never hated anything in my life more than country music. <laughs> there's a bit of everything for everybody. I mean, so many different. I mean, if you're a hard rock guy, you could go. Yeah. So you could go southern gothic. You could go uh, old, like old rock, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, no. There's so many different. But then you know, you even take the rock aspect of things mm-hmm. and like that song that we just played to joe jackson that's like a, a late 70s early 80s british new wave song it's mm-hmm. like a punk 
sort of a precursor to punk and kind of alternative rock in the 90s, you know, like it's a precursor to those, you know, Nirvana styles, mm -hmm. the, you know, grunge and those different sounds because it's more upbeat. But if you listen to the musical undertones in the song, the backing of all those songs is very similar. The chord progressions and the different details within it. Hmm. Um, I but know. I just appreciate that music can be so much more than people give it credit for. I want, I want to know your opinion on Nickelback. I have never listened to a single song by Nickelback. That's, that's false. There's no way. Intentionally. Okay. Intentionally, sure. But there's absolutely no way they've never like, listened I've to I've heard song. of them, and I have heard them in spurts. I have never listened to a full Nickelback song start to finish, unintentionally or intentionally. It's, like, if it's playing in the room, I will walk out. Why? Because it's awful. It's not awful. It really is. It's Tim. really it is not. It's as awful as it gets. It I is thought not. country music was bad. Nickelback is Nickelback worse. is not that bad. I think that my... Look at this photograph. That song Every is a classic. Every time I do it makes me laugh. I have that song is on that my playlist. That, that was actually a pretty good impression. I have that song I on my playlist. Unironically, just because of the meme. I don't think it's we'll be able to so speak good. tomorrow. I think you'll be fine. No. You talk enough as it is. I'm sure you. Yeah, my voice is prepared. Yeah. I uh, think people get. I think people give Nickelback a little too much hate. They give them a deservedly hard time. No, they don't. Based on what I've Peep, heard. it's popular to hate. I will have hate. a reductionist. No. It's popular to hate Nickelback, which is why I so do many not care. I do not care how reductionist and how lame I sound for hating Nickelback. I will hate them forever. All right. Nothing can change that. And speaking of good music, here's some good music. This is The Cure. Friday, I'm in love. All right, that was the cure. A great band. This is great music. Not as good as Nickelback, but I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That one. That one. I'm actually kidding about. Every musical musical critic that's ever lived is that's already died is rolling in their grave. Good. Good. I'm probably pretty sure Nickelback probably has a song called "Rolling in the Grave." Or that lame. I don't think so. What a what a terrible concept for a song rolling in the grave. You can't do that. They're dead. Intellectually stimulating nickelback. Never been used in the same <laughs> sentence. No, but this uh we're gonna close it up today with a segment called Fast Five. This is not in relation to the Fast and Furious movies starring Family. Vin Diesel. Family. Fantastic series. Oh, my favorite f series of all time. The greatest. Unironically. Music, the greatest movie franchise ever. I still haven't seen uh, the, the last one. Oh, I've only seen like two of them. Really? Ugh. I live for but those movies. But it's the movies. greatest. It's the I greatest. Live, I live There's for no those debating. movies. No debating. It's the greatest. The suspension no, but of fast five. So we're going to ask five questions here. And it's, it's Tim's goal to answer them in 10 seconds or less. And... Maybe we'll not get through all five questions. All right, let's, we'll let's do this. But we got fast five. Uh, what you got go. for me, Sam? The first question. What is your favorite type of Vietnamese dish? Ooh. See, here's the thing. Click, I've only been, click, I think I've only five, been to one four, Vietnamese restaurant. Three. Is pho Thai one? Is that Vietnamese? Or is that yeah, Thai? That would count. No, no, no. Pho Thai. No, anything with pho in the beginning of it, I think it's Vietnamese. You say that, but we're <laughs> probably being horribly racist. Yeah, no, it's not racist. <laughs> it's just appropriating. Um, I mean, all the restaurants start with pho. That's not pho. It's pho. That's I how don't you know. know. I don't know. I'm not 
particularly cultured all right, in the so ways we, that, of that was food. a bad question. All right. So Tim doesn't know anything about Vietnamese food. All right, whatever. Question number two. In the same vein, do you use a fork or do you use chopsticks? Given the equal opportunity to use both. I'm taking a fork. I'm super white. I don't know how to use chopsticks. <laughs> Given our answer to the previous question. All right. <laughs> Apparently there's a theme here. Uh, I just want to grill Tim and make him look bad on the air. That's fine. Grill. Vietnamese. Mongolian. Genghis Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different things. Oh, they're all related. Question number three. Question number three. Snickers, Milky Way. Ooh. Clock is ticking. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go <laughs> Your time's up. I'm going Milky know. Way. I'm going Milky okay. Way. My heart tells A me Milky Way. man. Look, peanuts are great. But I'm not the biggest fan of caramel. Fair. And I love nu- nougat. 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 <laughs> um, fair enough, fair enough. I am a big fan. Would have been a fan of the Yukon Gold Rush then. All right. I wanted a little more convincing answer there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number four. Question number four. If you had to go back... 50 years in the past or 50 years in the future, which would you pick? Um, Let's see, it's 20. So that would be, what, 1970? 72. 72. 70, 1972, 2072. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll go future. Oh, a dangerous I'll, game. I, I'll go future. Either I, you know, show up and there's nobody else alive or... It's pretty rad. Or it's paradise. There's one or the other. It's pretty either radical, man. It's either I bet n- the hippies come back in twenty seventeen. It's either nuclear apocalypse or uh Fair enough. Eureka. Utopia. Utopia. Eureka. Eureka's let's say Eureka. What do you teleport to the top of Everest? I don't know. I was I was thinking <laughs> a, no, I was thinking a, like Elysium. Is that even a thing? Elysium? Yeah. Greek mythology, my guy. I thought you were talking about a movie. And then that is a movie, you, too. You also talked about Elysium is also a movie. Like, we're not back on the EDM train. No, God, um, no. All right. And then, all right, last Fifth question. Fifth question. <laughs> if, you had, if you had to fight either Jake Paul uh-huh. or... Ben Askren. Who's Ben Askren? <laughs> oh, they fought in a fight. Sure. Uh, ben Askren, MMA guy, famous, not famous for, but mostly a wrestler. You had to fight Jake Paul or Ben Askren. <laughs> Who would you pick? To fight? Yeah. Because Ben Askren is a very great wrestler, and Jake Paul is now famously a self-proclaimed amazing boxer, which he is not. Uh, he's serviceable. Um, and if he wants to fight, I'll call mm. him out. Get some probably for the podcast. Probably Paul. Probably Paul. Because he's a boxer. He really he's, doesn't have the MMA pedigree. He's a boxer. I can fight, believe it or not. Um, really? Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, taekwondo. Or? No, jiu-jitsu, taekwondo. I do both of those. Um, a specialist. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, once, once, once I get him on the ground. And then why am I the one that knows anything about MMA? Why? What are you doing over here with your expertise <laughs> and no knowledge? I wouldn't say expertise. But you're not but. gonna get. But then, wouldn't you want to fight the guy? Because this, because this is just street fight. We'll so we'll set the terms as a street fight. Oh, if this is a street fight, then I have a gun and I'm gonna, just gonna shoot him. Why? <laughs> Good God, Tim! Why? <laughs> How does it devolve into that? Because I want to live, and I don't necessarily yeah, but want you're them fighting. to. It's a street fight. Well, good thing you're not bringing a knife. <laughs> exactly. They say don't bring a knife to a street fight or a gunfight. Socrates. So. Ah, uh, yes, Socrates. The famous but, Brazilian soccer player. Ha! Bet you didn't know that one. Not really. I know absolutely nothing about soccer. I don't care. Um, football. Football. Anyways, we're running out of time. Uh, so we will hopefully catch you next week. I'm not sure if we'll do a show because it, you know, it's it spring, spring break, break. So we may either take way, a break over spring break. Exactly. Which is what you should do, dear viewers. 
Uh, so take please. a break. Take it easy. Exactly. Take a load off. Go hang out on a Portland beach when it's probably going to be raining, just like me. Where I'll be taking a closer look at the nothingness that is the Portland beach. But anyways, this is we been, love we love Portland here. We absolutely. Uh, this is uh, a closer look. I'm Tim. He's Sam. Uh, we will see you next time. Bye.